Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE is a catalyst for change in the engineering industry, and one of the biggest ways we inspire that change is through our annual SWE Conference for Women Engineers and Technologists. This year's conference, WE21 in Indianapolis, Indiana, will help attendees at all ages and stages learn, connect, and grow. Join us for three days of networking and relationship building, over 250 professional development sessions, three inspirational keynotes, and a career fair featuring more than 300 exhibitors. Let's aspire to inspire at WE21, October 21st through the 23rd. Head to we21.swe.org for more info and to register. Hello to all of our listeners. Most of you are probably unfamiliar with my voice but it'll become familiar soon enough. I'm Rachel Morford, SWE's new president for fiscal year 22. Today, I'm joined by a voice nearly all of you will recognize, SWE's former president and previous podcast host, Heather Doty. In addition to serving as SWE president for the last year, Heather also fulfilled her full-time position as a project engineer at Ball Aerospace in Boulder, Colorado, where she works in the Manufacturing and Test Operations Organization on new business ventures, people integration, career development, staffing, and hiring. A Colorado native with a thirst for knowledge, Heather holds bachelor's and master's degrees in civil engineering, a bachelor's in music, and an MBA, all from the University of Colorado Boulder, which is also where she first joined SWE. She enjoys traveling, playing the flute, and Zimbabwean-style marimba, creating culinary and brewing experiments in the kitchen, and playing board games with her family. Thanks for joining us in a new capacity, Heather. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here, Rachel. So I have a few questions for you as I am getting ready to start my term, and I'm hoping you have some really insightful advice and recommendations for me. You're obviously leaving me some pretty big shoes to fill. How are you feeling about stepping out of your role as SWE president? Well, I'd say it's a little bit bittersweet. It's been a great ride. I've really enjoyed it. And I'm also looking forward to having a little bit more free time. I think we've done a lot of great things as an organization this past year. And I'm really proud of what SWE has accomplished in all 70 of our past years. And I'm really looking forward to see where we go under your leadership. Do you have any advice that you would give me about this role? Well, it goes by really fast. Everybody said that to me, and in the moment, it didn't necessarily seem to. So if I were going to give you one piece of advice, it would just try to be as present as you can in every moment. There are a lot of really cool experiences you get to have. You get to talk with some really interesting people and just try to cherish those as they go by and don't get too hung up on the stuff that doesn't get done. We always have a long list of things we're trying to do and you can there are only so many hours in the day and only so many weeks in a year so celebrate the successes relish the present moments and know that the legacy continues that's good advice for i think any role that anyone has out there so what are you most proud of having accomplished this past year i know there's there's probably numerous things that you can choose from but is there something that stands out Yeah, I think coming into this year, we were really focused on making progress in diversity, equity, and inclusion within the organization. 
We know that SWE as a diversity society, it's something that we focus on externally, but we had some work to do internally. And I think we made a good deal of progress. That's not to say that there isn't a lot more to be done, but I think we made more progress this year than we have over a longer period of time in the past. And I'm really proud of that. I'm excited to see where we've come. We have a lot more diversity in our leadership for FY22. We had a great set of candidates and more folks in the pipeline. Our affinity groups have really thrived. And I'm really proud of the diversity, equity, and inclusion training that we put together in partnership with Selena Resvani for all of our SWE leaders and actually any members. It's available in the Advanced Learning Center. That was something that came out of the town halls that we did last summer, hearing from folks that not only were our underrepresented populations looking for more people to get educated without that burden falling on them, but folks not in those populations were looking to be better leaders and to know more and get educated. And so I'm really proud of that coursework that happened. I really enjoyed the courses and I heard from a lot of folks that they got a lot out of them. So yeah, they were fantastic courses and the town halls that Selena led were amazing. There was some really good questions and discussion that came out of those, I think. Yeah, leaning into those uncomfortable conversations, I think, makes us all better. Absolutely. So that was a great accomplishment, but is there something that we didn't do or didn't focus on this year that you had wanted to? Well, this year was actually supposed to be the development year for our next strategic plan for the organization. And coming into this fiscal year at the beginning of the pandemic, it just didn't make sense for that to be what we did this year as a society. There were just too many uncertainties, and it was a little bit more of a pivot to say, hey, let's just make sure that SWE can remain as successful as it's been through this challenging, challenging year and postpone that work um, for the future. So I think we've made great progress on the existing strategic plan, but it made a lot more sense this year to stay the course and look at what changes and, and future aspirations we have at a later date. So that's definitely one thing that, that it was kind of looking forward to seeing what else we would do, but circumstances necessitated doing something a little different this year. I think we can all relate to that. A lot of our organizations that we work at had to do the same sort of pivot. And I know that was a theme of this year is the pivot. But I, I think it's crucial to have those resources, the external resources that we use for that strategic planning process available. And I know it was a hard decision, but I do think it was the right one. And now yeah, I get absolutely. to enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And I'd say what it did allow us to do, you know, is we had a great focus on how to make all of our programs and things be successful in that 100% virtual environment. I know we were a little trepidatious, if you will, coming into that. How is a fully virtual annual conference going to look? And we set up this idea that, hey, maybe we'll get 7,500 people to register for this fully virtual conference. And instead, we had a record-breaking conference with almost 19,000 participants from all over the world. So silver linings abound in difficult situations, I guess, is the, the lesson there. Opportunity-rich environments. Absolutely. <laughs> So switching gears a little bit, what do you wish SWE members knew about the role of president? 
Yeah, actually, there's there's a couple little things I think. Well, no, they're big things um, that I think folks should know. I think a lot of people recognize the president for the public facing work that the president does, you know, hosting the podcast series, recording videos or being on stage at a conference if it's in person, doing that MC responsibility, kind of that that PR type work, following on social media, that sort of thing. But there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes as well. The president is the chair of the board of directors, making sure that the society is heading in the right direction, meeting with that board every month. The the president sits on the finance committee to understand what's going on for the operations of the organization. And, you know, several of our key committees report to the president. So the nominating committee, the ethics committee, the audit committee, the investment committee. So there's a lot of the business and operations things that the president has to understand. And I know that several folks I've found have been surprised in the past to learn that the president is not paid for serving in this role. I mean, and I have a day job, as you mentioned in my in the intro, as as you will this coming year as well. So the president is usually working their regular job and then volunteering in this role. And although SWE has some great resources, should someone need them, I've been luckily sponsored by my company this full year, Bolero Space, thank you very much, for all of the activities that I needed to do. And the travel commitment was a little less than in typical years. But certainly we have those resources, but the time commitment is on your own time. Or if your company's willing to have a flexible work arrangement with you, I imagine that, that there's some corporate support there as well. Yeah, I did do some sweet business on the clock. <laughs> what is your favorite memory or most meaningful experience from your time as president? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was just the opportunity to interact with our members. I, I was a little bit depressed coming in, knowing that I wasn't going to get to do some of the travel and things that that typically happen. But we we made meaningful ways to connect via our virtual platforms. So We20 was still a lot of fun for me because we had all of this fantastic content that I knew I could access through the whole year. So I'm going to be catching up on a whole bunch of We20 sessions come July and August and September of this year that I didn't get to go to. I really focused my attention during the conference on the live aspects that I wouldn't be able to enjoy recorded versions of. So doing networking meetups with our affinity groups. And, you know, we had a life member reception online and it was pretty fun. We had all these breakout sessions and people could go and chat and just get to connect with people. Even in that virtual environment was super fun. And I think one of my favorite pieces was meeting up with the Sweet Africa group during conference because it was early in the morning here. It was late afternoon for them, but they started out the session with some great African music. And as you mentioned, I play Zimbabwean style marimba for fun. And so they were really excited that I had a little bit of rhythm to my dancing. I think they didn't expect that. And I was like, oh, I do this. And I pulled out my mbira and I showed them. I was like, I study some music from from over there. So it was super fun. (laughs) I wish I had been able to join you for that. That sounds like it would have been a really fun experience. And I'm hopeful. I have my fingers crossed. We'll be able to repeat that at We21 in person. Absolutely. (laughs) I don't play that instrument, so probably have a bit less rhythm than you, but I think it'd still be a good experience. Well, and that was all just a precursor to great conversation about the work that they're doing as engineers in their, in their hometowns. So it was, it was still a lot of fun though. Yeah, that sounds like it. 
My last question for you is looking forward, what do you see in SWE's future? I think SWE has such a bright future. I think this organization continues to move the needle in ways of supporting women in the workplace and in whatever endeavors they are looking to pursue. Sometimes we don't move as quickly as others would like us to, but we've been a steadfast growing organization for quite some time. And I see an increased need and just increased enthusiasm in this space for us to continue to thrive. I think if anything, the pandemic really showed us all how valuable our networks are and how how much we still continue to engage with those. I mean, we hardly lost any members through one of the most difficult times in history. And that just goes to show the value that we bring as an organization and what people are looking for from us. And I just see more of that in the future and us continuing to improve our offerings and just meet people where they are to get them to where they want to be next. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it would be fun as a little transition point to see what do you see in SWE's future or what are your biggest goals for this year coming ahead for you? Well, as I said at the beginning, I've got some tough shoes to fill. You've left quite an impression, I think, on the organization, and I'm excited to see what you do next. But I absolutely agree with you that SWE has an incredibly bright future. And I think that this year demonstrated that there are some real opportunities for us to move into spaces where we haven't necessarily had as strong of a presence in the past. For example, the Sweet Africa Task Force that was established, you know, our, our Sweet Africa members are just amazing women who are doing so much outreach. And I think that really lends itself to our global reach and our global perspective, which is something that we've been growing over the last five or six years. And I know we'll just continue forward and is, is a really important focus area, I think, for the organization. I also think that we have an opportunity to pivot into more of a hybrid environment, you know, much like many of our organizations at work are doing. How can we maintain the great connectivity and community that we established in sort of our all virtual activities this past year and combine that with the success that we've experienced in our in-person events in the past. So I don't know if we'll top 19,000 participants at We21, but how can we bring in the virtual participants who can enjoy the same or very similar experiences as as our in-person attendees? Um, and I also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great goal. I think you should try to beat We Twenty. It would be great. <laughs> it's always a goal, right? As you know, right. year after year, we always try and beat the previous year's attendance records. I think it would be amazing if we could say we were a, a twenty thousand person conference. And then I also think, you know, increased for this year, increased focus on that diversity, equity, and inclusion work that we started this year. As you mentioned, we still got. A ways to go. Um, I think as we learn more, we have the obligation to do more and to do better. And what I was really proud of all of our membership for doing this year was as they learned more, they did better. And I just am excited to see how that continues. Me too. I'm super excited to see what will happen. 
But And speaking of looking ahead, what opportunities, experiences, or events maybe beyond the conference are you most excited about? That's a really good question. I am very excited, as I mentioned earlier, to see what comes out of this strategic development year. I think that it's a it's an exciting process. It's actually the first time that we're really running through this new process. We had a hybrid new process, old process five years ago that I, I got to be a part of and witness. So I'm excited to see how the team comes together to create the new strategic direction for the society for the next few years. I'm really excited about meeting and engaging with our membership, both in-person events where we we can have those, and then in our virtual engagements. I've committed to attend as many of the We Locals as possible, both in the United States and in India and Europe. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what our members' concerns are and how the hybrid work environment may be impacting them, what changes they've seen as employees, employers have focused more on diversity, equity, and inclusion, what sort of impacts they're seeing in their day-to-day work lives, hearing what we can do for them. I think that's always been a real strength of the organization is our commitment to our membership and the community that our members form with each other which I think is part of what made we retain so many members this past year and and have such a strength. I'm looking forward to all of those things, and I'm sure there's many more that I can't even imagine at the moment. Yeah, just rub it in that you get to travel and see people in person. I see how it is. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm looking forward to that too, and I'll just rub it in the other way that I will get to travel and see people too, and I won't have the role of SWE president, so I'll just get to enjoy it. You probably will get a bit more sleep than I will too, I imagine. Likely. I guess that was one key benefit of being the president in the, the virtual year. I slept in my own bed every night. <laughs> so I probably got more sleep than any SWE president in recent history. I probably. I, probably, from what I've heard, this, some of the stories that I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, sleep is also a big priority for me. So anyway, I, tr- I always try to make that so, but I do know that I get excited when I get to see people in person and I usually stay up too late. So that's kind of a benefit from having an end time for events online. Anyway, we digress a little bit into that and what we're all looking forward to coming out of the pandemic. But thinking ahead, how do you foresee that SWE leaders and members could best support you as president in this coming year? I think that... So I'll I'll split this into two pieces. I think that for all of our SWE leaders, continuing the commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion and the great work that they have all focused on this past year. I know that we asked several of our committee leaders and committee activities to focus on different things than had maybe been in their original plan as we made that a priority for last year. And I think that really considering what is the next step for all of that work as we move forward? I can set a direction and I can set a tone as SWE president, but I think that carrying the flag is really up to each SWE leader in committees, section presidents, and throughout the organizational structure. And for our members, I think really asking that they take the time to to reach out and to communicate and to engage with with our sweet leaders and with me 
I'm not quite as active as social media as some of our past SWE presidents have been. So that'll be my challenge this year is to do more on social media under the SWE president handle. But I'm looking forward to hearing from everyone, and I really encourage people to to do that. And that's something that's very valuable to me and I think is critical in in support of the organization and in, in my role. Absolutely. And plus, it's great to just get those different perspectives. We we only know what we already know, and we rely on folks to to bring us what maybe we haven't seen before. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I think getting those perspectives and views of others and, you know, hey, have you thought about this or have you looked at it from this perspective? I think that is so important for for any role, but especially the role of leading an organization like SWE. Absolutely. Well, we've been talking a lot about conference and how we're looking forward to seeing folks again in person or online, if that's how they are choosing to participate. And so we know that We21 is only a few months away. And the theme, your theme that you, you selected is Aspire to Inspire. Can you tell us what this theme means to you? This is a really special theme to me. And it's something that I think encapsulates a lot of my experiences as a woman in engineering and as a SWE member. I was reflecting a few days ago, actually, about the first interaction I had with a SWE member, and it was before I started as a student at the University of Southern California, and she was hosting me overnight for a school visit, and she was this incredible engineer and incredible student leader. And she was really someone who I looked at and aspired to be. She was very active in our collegiate section. And I have felt that way about so many people who I have met as I have gone through my sweet leadership journey, my engineering professional journey. I remember meeting you, Heather, for the first time when I was a college student and we were on the collegiate interest committee together and just... You were one of those women who I aspired to be, and I aspired to be inspirational to the next generation in all of the outreach activities that I did and mentoring that I continue to do. And so it really is a feeling to me of what what does it mean to look up and look out for those who are, are coming next in our profession. And I it's just... It's really special to me, and I hope I've encapsulated what I mean by it. But I think everyone has those moments where there's the people who you aspire to be like. And when you reach that point, you're also becoming that inspiration to those who are coming up right behind you. That's super cool. And you might have made me cry a little bit just there. <laughs> so I'm totally, I know I'm looking forward to being inspired by you and many others, not only at We 21, but during your whole term as president. And thanks for letting me flip the script back on you so our listeners can get an idea of what's in store this coming year. This was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. And I would like to, you know, looking back, thank you for all of the things that you've done for SWE, not only in this past year, but throughout your SWE leadership career and for sharing some of your reflections on this past year. I know that I speak for all of us when I say you'll be missed, but I know you'll still be around. I have you on speed dial 
And I am excited to see where you go next. And I promise to pick up the phone unless I'm on vacation, because I do believe it is important to (laughs) unplug once in a while for everyone. But yeah, lots of people know where to find me. I'm happy to give advice when asked, but I'm going to keep my nose out of it until I'm asked because it's now time for others to lead. Well, that concludes it. I'm Rachel Morford. For all of us at SWE, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Diverse. Remember to head to we21.swe.org to learn more about and register for this year's conference. 